3: Minisodes, full episodes, nostalgia dumps, interviews with some of
1: today's hottest comedians. That's right, Jeremy. All of those things and more. So check
0: us out. The Adventures of Danny and Mike on the Seltzer Kings Network.
2: I was going to ask how you guys are feeling with just your, your dip into the show and, and what you're experiencing because you know we like we said when we started this show we all came from different perspectives i would watch it sometimes by myself drinking red wine and eating chocolate and i'm wondering how we're all feeling dipping our toes into this because i do think to the sex in the city person or the person that knows the show we probably still sound like idiots
1: of course when well, we should because i think we don't know we much about all the way to the very end i think we will too you're
0: now listening to the bradshaw boys
1: all right welcome to the bradshaw boys welcome to the bradshaw boys
2: three guys watching their way through sex in the city for the first time ever mostly what an exciting time i jumped in on my my i was really i really wanted to get my intro out there
3: (laughs) i'm john and i'm Corey as well no i'm kevin god I was confused for a
2: second
1: I as was to who too. you actually were. And you know
2: who else was the listener. <laughs> it's I'm mad enough that we all look kind of alike in regular life. It is regular life being non podcast life. If anyone's listening, it will it, it will be weird that at some point we'll be the
3: Terry Grosses, and you'll like look us up and be like, "That's not what I thought he looked like." Or if is an, are any of our voices the similar enough that. It'll be like, oh, I always get
1: confused when those two talk. It's possible. I'm not sure. That's this, a good question. That is a good question. I do think that... I do think we all look very different, though. Uh, we, I think We that, do look different. I, I think, think I just that meant if, that we're, we're all like men with facial hair. I think if you were playing a game of Guess Who and all three of us were on the board, you'd have to ask very different questions to get us all down. Facial hair is maybe the only thing that... And that, I'm rocking a mustache right now.
3: So I have different facial hair than you two beard boys over there. That's true. That is true. But Although... I mean, yeah, that's uh, true. I'm usually a beard boy,
2: though. You are. I was wondering if when we started this podcast, I had a mustache, but I don't think I did. I had one over the summer. And then and I, I think you had one. Maybe I did. Isn't, I isn't Movember over now? I follow. You don't follow it, though, specifically because of the anti-charity thing. You yeah. want to do it against <laughs> helping people. That's why. Yeah. I, actually, I actually shaved. Yeah.
3: I, and I raise money for it but i don't give it to the
2: charity well I you take it, the money to the charity and then you burn it in front of the children that are sick or however whatever <laughs> i forgot mustache. what charity it's for
3: you
1: burn <laughs> it with a mustache
2: like snidely uh well while, <laughs> <I'm, laughs> while i'm trimming it while you in trim, trim the mustache and yeah.
1: it's always the alopecia charities that you're going to always i, I do have alopecia,
2: oh, I have androgenic alopecia. Heart. I'm, so, I'm so sorry that's terrible do you know what androgenic alopecia is balding yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just a scientific term for it. So. No, I know, I know what it is. I've heard People. you. I've heard you whine about it before.
1: <laughs> um, I I also have that, but I take uh, hair loss medicine every do. single morning to to get that back. Really? Yeah, my uh, brother writes me a prescription for finasteride. It's awesome. You just take a little finasteride. A cor- little quarter of a blue pill. You have a, like a 2.7% chance for a limp noodle and pray that that doesn't happen your hair grows back. It's fantastic. See, I I I do love ramen, speaking of <laughs> limp noodles.
2: <laughs> and
3: curly noodles
2: too. Oh, I love I love a curly noodle. <laughs> what were you saying, Kevin? Um, I just I was faced
3: with the the opportunity to go on um Propicia when I was younger. When I still had, because it keeps your hair, it grows some back, but I, I'm i so bald now that it would not, it wouldn't help. I would have to get hair transplants Dude, if you I wanted should to get hair, hair transplants, but you a different should. hair color. One of our friends is starting a hand, hair transplant company and he offered, if, no, I don't. I, I went through, I was resolved and figured out how to deal with being bald by the time I was like 22. And Now my friends are starting to deal with it You seem pretty healthy with it like you at least you tell people I take my medicine. It's whatever
1: I know But I know some people that it's like they're really secretive about it and they're like Yeah, I'm gonna get a hair transplant do people do those people confide in in you because you're bald like is, it like is it like you're in the in, like you're a, in, guru. In a circle.
3: Yeah, it is funny because clearly I did nothing Like I just let my hair fall. Out. They're like, what'd you do when you use I'm like I did nothing but I also going through it early enough Probably helped me deal with it in like a normal. I don't know before it's. I feel like now if you're 31, it's like I'm gonna look like an old man now. I've I've looked 40 since I was 20. Bald is beautiful,
1: and you do you know you do pretty you, well with you the, do the, it the ladies. Well. Thank yeah, you. you you can you pull off the look pretty good. There's some people where you like. I do have, you have a few friends that they're gonna look weird when they're bald. You should just go get your hair transplants. We're living in an era where you can do that and not be. I didn't realize,
2: I didn't realize you could do it. And actually a tie in to sex in the city is one of the famous hair transplant people who doesn't claim he did it is Jay Piven.
1: Didn't Jeremy Piven get plugs
2: and he was on sex in the city also. I
1: don't know that he was in sex in the city, but I believe
2: he is. I think he, he's one of those like actors that I think I, maybe I'm wrong. I thought he's, I mean, Hey, we'll find out on this journey, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure he's in some episode somewhere.
1: Should I look up and see if Piven was there? Do they tackle? Do was they in tackle it. baldness and sex in Sex and the City? You think? Have, Do you think, one, think of them, uh, one of them? One does, of them? Does any of them date a bald dude? Sure. Do any of the
2: women go bald? <laughs> does um,
1: Miranda lose her hair like Kevin?
2: Um, I don't know. There could be a disease thing. I'm not sure. Not hmm. to take a dark turn, but uh, but uh, I'm sure that some of them date. Uh, I'm sure that some of them date bald men. We'll find out. I mean, Stanford Blatch. Stanford Blatch he's is, he's, 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 a, the he's a baldie. He is. He's on his
3: way. I think, I I, I do think the majority of how to deal with being bald is is owning it rather Mm -hmm. than hiding it. That's kind of
0: like
1: true about
2: life. That's kind of true like, about life. Like I know. Any, any, Speaking know, of curly noodles, if, you, if you're, if you I don't know if there's anyone that's just like, yeah, dude, I'm impotent. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's owning it. My wiener looks like a pigtail, but it's great. It's great. <laughs> listen, it's like a duck's penis. Don't ducks have curly penises? <laughs> I don't
1: know, but you know,
2: if you, Hey, if you're out there, listener,
1: just rock Just own hey,
2: it. Listen. And if you're a duck that's listening right now and you have a curly penis, tweet us. Quack quack. Quack quack. Quack <laughs> quack, quack. if you got a curly penis duck? So I don't think Jeremy Piven was on um was ever in was, Sex in the City.
3: But he was on another show on HBO that is The Male Sex in the City called Entourage.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Did it was you want boardwalk. us to join
1: in there with you and you say it at the same time? I was trying I was, to
3: think of another sh- I would I was I should have said he's on another famous show called the wisdom of the crowd, which <laughs> is on ABC now, and probably will be done by the end of the season. I don't even know about it's already. It's already canceled. <laughs> already canceled. As of I'd, I'd never even heard of it. Was Jeremy Piven in it though? Yeah, the whole idea was like. people oh, I remember people that it was... From the internet will help you
2: find the police or huh. help you find
1: criminals. It was right? like oh. a crowd. It was
2: like crowdsourcing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah so I think it got pulled.
1: Uh, last week we uh we watched Bay the Bay, Bay of, of Married, Married Pigs, Pigs which, which is <laughs> episode three. Yeah, do you yeah. have any any trivia on any that? Only, trivia Kevin? on that The only one.
3: trivia I have from that is that Bay of Married Pigs is based on the uh, Bay of Pigs
2: that happened in the 60s? Was that when we had- The Bay a, of Pigs invasion. The Bay of- Is that when- That was, uh, that was, uh, well, that was in the Kennedy administration. Is that the Cuban Missile Crisis? Are those different things? No, the Cuban Missile Crisis, oh. I believe, was the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> Bay, the Bay of Pigs invasion was an invasion into- I, I don't know enough about history to actually oh. tell you what it was. I just know
1: they are two different things. But- I was. It, Isn't it when the when the CIA w- went into Cuba to take out the the party there, and, and it was a disaster? I think it was exposed? it like a
2: it, was it like a coup or like it's we tried they, to install in a
1: puppet government, right? Yeah, it's when they went to go take down the guy who he just died. What was his name? The, Castro.
2: Castro. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And
1: they uncovered it.
2: But its and, ties to Sex in the City in the last episode that we saw was when Carrie was in the Hamptons and that guy walked out. It mimicked when JFK walked into Marilyn Monroe. Porky pig style and held his penis in front of him. <laughs> and that's what started that's what that was started it. their relationship. Castro was pissed. He and, heard about that. <laughs> yes. Castro was pissed. He heard about that. And then the when and this is in the Oliver Stone film when JFK was killed the grassy knoll shooter has his dong hanging out as well and he's the one that blew up JFK's head which also there's a really good, this is none of our jokes but there's an Onion article that came out a couple weeks ago when they were going to re-release the JFK files and it was like new JFK files reveal that JFK's head would have exploded anyway had no assassination taken place <laughs> It's written way better and way funnier than that because it's The Onion, but I it's so funny. How amazing if he would have been walking and give a speech was like, my fellow, I'm out. Oh my His head gosh. head just exploded. That's so funny. Just death. Man. Oh, JFK. JFK, blown away. What else do I have to say? Billy
3: Joel. Great right song. Billy Joel or Elton John?
2: Pointing to John. Pass. Pass. I feel like, oh God, it's my heart. My heart wants to say Billy Joel, but I feel like Elton John's the right answer. I got to go, John. My heart goes to Elton John. You gotta, you gotta go, and I think it's the right answer. I'm it gonna is go the with right Elton answer. John. You gotta you go ahead. Elton John. <laughs> yeah, John's in. John's back in. You got to go Elton John.
1: I just wanted to hear what other people had. It's the same way I order food. I'm a copycat order. I don't want to think for myself. Would you say you're a
2: honky cat I, order? Yes, That's an Elton
1: John reference. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to see what the crowd was thinking, and, and then you know, I, attach I, myself to whatever. You guys said I'm the same way with that. I'm the
2: word like you. I think it's a personality thing. But if you were like, hey, we're choosing between three places and I'm like, I'll have one of this week is pizza. And you're like, I could go for Chinese. I'm like, maybe I could do. Um, I'm such, such a, a wuss with that stuff.
3: You know, who's really good at not doing that are the our four friends. On The television show (laughs) they all keep their own perspective and they they don't let the other sway. They just they just debate the issues as they go
2: Yeah, therefore can't
3: can't uh, wait to see what kind of antics they get into this week What is this episode called do we know
2: this episode is called it's Valley? I think it's Valley of the 20-something guys
1: and we do have something really exciting to share We no longer need uh, an HBO go password to watch it. we've been trying to figure out how to watch this show we've been and uh and i know that i don't
2: have my own hbo go password i use my old roommate's parents password perfect but our producer for this show the lovely and talented jeremy Balin, he uh he found season one on dvd on the street in brooklyn new york and some people would say someone was throwing it out, but I would say that's God smiling on us, mm-hmm. saying keep doing this podcast. Absolutely, yeah. that's kismet right there. Yeah. I
3: think uh, it's season one, season three, and season five. <laughs> They're <laughs> two
1: and four just gone. Odd. Yeah. We're we're those, just those, gonna, they didn't find any bed bugs in those DVDs, so they kept them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the rest of them were <laughs> yeah. written or three, three, with
3: bed bugs. One, now, three, wait, season a colony of,
1: season two was really controversial
3: because that's when they're at the docks, right? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> <They're> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then season five is when they're season five in, is after the season can, five is the, press, <laughs> the season. press
2: season. Season four is when they're in the schools, <laughs> and that's when you really see. That's when the whole thing about the four girls talking about chess and they realize chess is a metaphor for selling drugs. Bugs. Yeah. <laughs> any Which Wire fans out anybody? there? Anybody? Any, any Wire now. fans? That's a, those are
1: all Wire references. <laughs> we talked about that. I haven't seen the they show. We talked about the Wire yeah. one or two episodes ago. Yeah, I haven't. Still haven't seen it. But it, I, if
2: you're a duck out there with a curly penis that's seen the Wire, quack at us on Twitter. Yeah. Quack at us on. Quack at us on. Um, on. What would be a duck? A Send,
3: duck us a Send us a LinkedIn
1: invite. Send us
3: a LinkedIn invite. That's more of a
2: duck social media. And also,
3: what would be a duck app be? If there's a duck social media
2: app, what would the... Quacken. Quacken. It's yeah. the one It's the where ducks manage their money on quacken. Um, uh, so uh, I, I, I want to say this real quick. Uh, um, Pure communism is beautiful. No, that's not what I wanted to say.
1: Um, what I wanted to it just, say it never be done.
2: Well, it just can't be done. It's well. Just, you can't I, find the right person. I did as a sixth grader, have that conversation with my parents after I'd hung out with this one kid who was like the really smart, but bad kid. Was he, he the same
1: kid that first showed you Pulp Fiction?
2: no he was not he was not Um, but he did he did give me like Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton Mm -hmm. albums and was like these are amazing and also and showed me all the stuff about pure communism and I came home talking to my parents and I'm like if we could achieve it pure communism would be great (laughs) how old were you? uh, I think 6th grade oh my god! they were like you can't hang out with with Matt Williams anymore (laughs) (laughs) it's it's not I'm sorry I (laughs) shouldn't have met this kid at youth group I want to find out the
3: other um the teacher that told me this, but there was another thing that they're like, they're like, you know, in, in all these like, um, Netherlands countries, uh, mm-hmm. what's that area called? Scandinavian. Scandinavian countries. <laughs> Netherlands is a con- country. And, speak- <laughs> and it's not in Scandinavia <laughs> at all. <laughs> all these, <all> these Netherlandish. <laughs>
1: but but areas. they were just
3: like, this teacher was just like, they have free this there and free that. And I came home and I'm like, Hey dad, I was like, they have free college and they have free healthcare. In Scandinavia, yeah, and my dad was just like, "Yeah, they also pay all of their money is in taxes. I don't want to hear about it again." So we have some very yeah. Our Our
2: dads had some intense. That's that's like such a thing of if it's it's like your mind opening up as a child while you're being driven home and fed by someone else. You're like, (laughs) you know what's really great? All these things I don't have to experience or work for. No, what I was what I was going to say, and I know we need to get to the episode, but I was going to ask. Uh how you guys are feeling with just your your dip into the show and and what you're experiencing because you know we like we said when we started this show, we all came from different perspectives. I would watch it sometimes by myself drinking red wine and eating chocolate. But it was like a show that I mm-hmm. love to watch mm-hmm. about New York. and I'm wondering how we're all feeling dipping our toes into this because I do think to the sex in the city person or the person that knows the show, we probably still sound like
1: idiots. Of course. We should. I think we we will all the way to the very end. I think we will too. I, I, there's, uh, I'm a little bummed because I actually, since we're doing this, I have decided not to watch it at all outside of watching it here. Yeah, me too. And there have been three or four times where I was sitting on my couch and uh, nothing would be nicer than a little rendezvous with the ladies, and uh, can't have that. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, it, it's an anti-binge thing that we're doing.
3: Yeah, it makes it uh it makes it certainly fun to watch and it's uh when you restrain yourself, what is that? When you restrain yourself and that it makes it more fun? Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. It's awesome. Yeah. Cuz I was like I was like same thing. I was like all I want to do right now, I started watching Casual on Hulu and I was like I mean, all I want to do is watch Sex and the City. Yeah. So and well, Now, let's it's, do now we actually get to it. Let's, let's do that right now. Just do Valley that. of 20-something Guys. Valley of 20-something Guys. Directed. So far, all of these have been directed by women every single episode so far. Look Allison at that. Allison McLean, director. director. Allison McLean. Let's see what she has. Let's see what she thank she's you, see We'll Hashtag see you soon. Thank you, Allison. Awesome.
1: Let's see you. See ya.
0: Episode four, Valley of the 20-something Guys. Mr. Big and Carrie continue to bump into each other during social events, which leads them to try to organize their first drink thing. On a night out, Carrie meets 20-something Sam for a fling, which turns out to be not so glamorous in the light of day. Samantha dates a younger chef, but finds the appeal wearing off, and in the back of a taxi, Charlotte hosts a town hall over the possibility of having anal sex. And now back to the boys.
3: And we're back. Valley of the 20
2: something dolls? Guys. Guys. Guys and dolls.
3: Based but it's based Valley on...
2: of the 20 something guys and dolls. It's based on <laughs> it's it's guys and dolls but the entire cast
3: has ever sex? in New York and having some sex. And <laughs> That's,
1: That's what musical. it is. Lots to cover. Lots to wow. cover. Great who, episode. Who, who wants to do a quick rundown synopsis? What's uh Kevin, why don't you why don't you throw that one out? So um,
3: it starts off with the basic gist of it is, um, I think dating twenty somethings versus older guys. Uh, It starts off they're at like a club, and uh, they just oh they go to uh, Samantha's like opening. They leave that because it's it's not fresh. What did they say? They said it's not. Said so this place is. I forget what they said. It's something we don't say anymore. Instead of lame, um, so they go to a dive bar. And they're hanging out with twenty somethings, and then it's sort of like, "Ooh, this is going well." S- uh, Miranda's with Skip, mm-hmm. Skipper, 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 Johnson. The, yeah, Skipper Johnson, Skipper Johnson, and then uh, Carrie makes out with uh, Tim- Tim- Timothy, Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant. Yeah. Sam, and something, Sam, yep, yeah, and then basically, uh, it's like. Having fun, and then they they talk about. I can't do a rundown of it because
1: I'm stressing <laughs> about the names. John, and- why don't you do the rundown? Because I feel like you remember all the names. I'm I well I, I ran them down because I think the uh, names are my favorite part. Basically, well,
2: basically, I think what you're getting at is like they go to this club at the beginning. It's a bunch of older. It's like older, more. Um, People in their 30s, people kind of more with their lives together, but they meet these younger guys there. Timothy Oliphant and his friend are one of the younger guy like groups. Samantha and them are flirting with the guys, and Carrie's supposed to meet Mr. Big at that club. He shows up super late, and she's like, men in their 40s, you never know what's going on with them, but men in their 20s They're are like, like, so puzzles. simple.
1: They're Yeah, yeah. Wait, she said men in their 40s are like crossword yeah, puzzles? She said that there's the difference between men in their 40s and men in their 20s. 40s are tricky, complicated, and compares <laughs> to, to crossword puzzles. Uh, but m- men in their 20s have great butts. <laughs> she did say that and then they go downtown to this hot
2: 20s club she sees all the kind of like dudes in their 20s there mm-hmm. and then they all the, go. Diff- all the different
1: uh types we have the groovy guy mm-hmm. <laughs> oh and that guy had such a groovy kangle so cool. having <laughs> the so, corporate guy mm-hmm. the underage the jock, guy and the of jock. course the underage the, the underage jock guy.
2: just looks like a stand-in for l cool j <laughs> yeah um and, and then, then
1: a lot of cool 20 guys. A lot, lot of cool, lot, a lot of cool mean, guys in their 20s. And then yeah.
2: they end up sleeping with a couple twenties guys throughout the episode. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Throughout the episode.
2: And then um Carrie and Big keep try they keep bumping into each other around town. That's mm-hmm. like Carrie's story. And she's like wondering what's going on with Big while she's while she's making out with Timothy oliphant who has
1: the in Banana Republic uh
2: changing rooms. Uh yeah. We'll get and, to that. <laughs> this, is, this isn't the gap. Yeah. Uh, this is apparently before they all owned each other because they're all one company. Yeah, same now. parent company. And then uh but then the episode the B story of the episode is Charlotte is dating this great new guy mm-hmm. who has everything together. He's very rich, and he wants to do it up the butt. And he tells her. And there's a great scene that we'll get to about Fantastic. them discussing them discussing her maybe uh taking a backdoor route. Yeah. And then uh and then the episode ends with uh Charlotte having her backdoor conversation went well. It went well. Wait, and then, then they. I just want to get to the end of the. Yeah, yeah. and then, uh, and then at the end, um, they they get rid of their twenty something guys, and Carrie has her like re-meeting with Mr. Big yeah, and then they kind of get back on the like on again off again flirting what's going to happen kind of thing so it's just <laughs> like a whole thing of them dating 27 guys comparing her to older guys mm-hmm. and Charlotte might have butt sex yeah. that's the whole and, episode she, and yeah. uh,
1: Carrie helps Big with a crossword puzzle and oh, she does help him yeah that's right A couple things about that a she was pretty far away to, to you know read that and solve that so, so she, quickly she has good vision and she, she's good at crosswords but also he Big was out with some friends and I'm not judging the guy, but if you're out with like friends at brunch, do you think like sitting there doing a crossword puzzle is really an appropriate thing to be doing?
2: I mean, probably not, but also big, the guy he was with when Carrie met big in the, when Carrie met big in this episode for them to have a date. The guy that he was with at the end had crashed their mm-hmm. earlier date and seen some hot woman was like, I'm going to ask her. So like maybe Big just wasn't into this
1: lunch. He yeah, was like, true. I'm just going to play crossword I, through because this dude's just talking to women out I can out understand there. Sudoku, uh, but but crosswords, that's, 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 something you do, that's something you do by yourself. That is the, something you do on, on a plane? Sunday
2: yeah. Is the Sunday crossword a big deal? The, Will the hard, Short The Will Shorts New York Times Sunday crossword? Is it a big deal? Is it a big deal? The <laughs> it- one that Will Shorts wrote? <laughs> I would say so, Kevin! <laughs> I would say so! So
3: I think it would be a good brunch thing to just like, you're just sitting there, they're all hanging out. Will Shorts uh, Crossword Puzzle Club. Maybe they're in it. Is that Maybe the guy?
2: Will Short? I believe his name is Will Shorts. I don't know. S-H-O-R-T-Z. Oh, oh. Yeah, Will Shorts. So He's the New do- York Times Crossword dude, I think. So it starts, I don't
3: know, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause I've never done the crossword, but I know it's a big deal and there's probably some major fans,
2: but th- Monday it's easy. And then by the end of the week, it gets harder and harder. The crossword. Mm, yes. Yeah. I don't know. I will say this. I've never finished a single crossword in my life. Really? My grandmother was a big crosswords woman and, uh, she also said some crosswords in her day. No, but she, uh, she was, she loved crosswords, but I've, I've never finished one in my life. You know the crossword I've the done a times too.
1: They're supposed to be super hard. Is uh the the one in um People Magazine? Sometimes uh my my like mom and aunt will have People Magazine laying around. Yeah, mm-hmm. Th- those ones are like <laughs> a third grade level. They're really great. Yeah,
3: okay. the New York so Times looking, one's like a big. If big you're looking deal.
1: Corey, if you're looking to finish a crossword, yeah. I would uh, check out People Magazine's Crossword. I'll get into that one. Yeah, usually that pretty seems soft. It seems like if USA Today has one, it doesn't
2: feel really like it would be hard either. Yeah. USA Today seems like the highlights magazine of newspapers. Exactly. <laughs> it really does. No offense to anyone that works there, but I just destroyed i had savagely
1: destroyed your job do they have a uh <laughs> a, you <Cool> know colors <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> i loved highlights magazine i did too that when you have to look at the picture and find yeah. you know the comb and oh, the and yeah. in the, in the bonfire and yeah. you know all, the, all that stuff it's a great great thing a to read from? at the dentist yeah all right, let's get down to the episode. All right, let's get down. We got, we got a lot to cover. Well, I think the I, main...
3: Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I, well, I would say, um, first of all, I've never been as nervous in my
1: life as when you said to recap the episode.
3: And <laughs> I, I was like, I, did I, I watch <laughs> the episode? I don't remember anything. Hey, maybe <laughs> you
1: should take some better notes next time yeah. instead of just writing the word anal on your paper <laughs> and nothing else.
2: You That is written huge. <laughs> and underlined. On, yeah. And yeah. Well, uh, I was
3: going to say the reason why they, sh- they finally soured on 20-somethings was... Um, cause Timothy Oliphant, she goes home with him after just making out after a while, Carrie. Mm. And then when she's there, um, he has this horrible apartment. Yeah. Um, He has a 20 something dude's apartment, which just was, it it was a great little twist of like, how are they going to end up? Not, right not liking these guys. Oh, and then the other 20 something guy mentioned about, um, Samantha's neck said yeah he said these wrinkles you've got in these your neck cute, he had cute little wrinkles in your
1: neck yeah it was just like kind of cringeworthy for the guy that what, was kind of uh, cringeworthy for what him what about 30 something year olds i mean wh- because they, yeah they yeah, you're right. they're kind of out. They, they either went for the 20 somethings or, in their or their the four- though. i think yeah, the 30 something was the 30 something guy the one that wanted charlotte to do it in the butt was he 30 something they only said that he you know had looks manners and money he had the big 3 i don't know if they ever if they ever mentioned his name but, I feel like that's within their wheelhouse enough that it's like, that's our age. But, but I mean, like, is is that, are they suggesting that women in their thirties, their only options are to go younger or or older. Go, or older? Would they be willing to date someone their own age? How old's big? Big is in his 40s. 40s. He's okay. in his 40s. Yeah. Because yeah. that's, I mean, that's thats the heart of the episode is comparing the 20-something year olds versus the 40s. Yeah. And yeah. it's like
2: you can have all this like fun, unpredictable stuff with these guys and you're like, oh, we're these 20-something clubs. But then the older guys have it more together, but you can't read what's going on with them. Right.
1: They're complicated. They're, they're complicated. You know, they a little further in life. They know what they want, maybe a little bit more. And right. They're a little more independent. Mm-hmm. They don't have tongue rings, for one. So I, the, was a tongue, big, the
2: tongue ring thing was an interesting thing that shows how the show's aged because I remember, like, now anyone that has a tongue ring, well, now it even feels like it's maybe like a like, not like a sex thing, but it's like more... It's more, it's ju- more like it's a more juggalo thing. It's more, <laughs> it's more some of the plays that does devil six. on Instagram. Do, do, do you um, know anyone
1: that still has a tongue ring? No. <laughs> I, I,
2: know, th- I know a few people that have... I know a girl that has a belly button ring currently because... It has like grown into her skin, and she cannot get it out. And she's like tried. but I don't know anyone no, I, I had a couple friends in high school, a couple guys that had tongue rings. and it was like a cool thing back then, the same way Oliphant had one in this one. But now it's like a dude with a tongue ring. yeah, it's just I think one of us should get a tongue ring. I <laughs> would I I think that we should make a list of things that we should do based on the show, and we need to dole them out. We need to do an episode where we like do dares and like we we roll dies and stuff, and
1: then like what you end up with, yeah. you got to do like, like uh, someone needs to learn how to play the intro song on the on, uh, zy- on, a zy- a marimba. <laughs> on the marimba. Yeah, someone, someone else needs- gets
3: a tongue ring, and it's like oh, I'm stuck getting anal from <laughs> <I'm stuck laughs> from one of my friends. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting anal from a twenty-something chef. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the um the timothy oliphant is in that guy i mean uh, big fan of his in deadwood and even better in justified but he was always super over serious to me in deadwood sometimes i was like you need to
2: like laugh or something he was super funny in this episode yeah although i will say when it it was the there was a turn when she woke up with him and it was like i realized in the light of day i'm in this 20 something guy's apartment which i thought when she was Asleep when they were going to sleep, the the bottle of hot, hot sauce, sauce was yeah. a great touch. That was yeah. amazing. There was hot sauce on his bedside table, but it took a little too much of a cor- uh, like a cartoony turn for when he
3: was doing the dream.
2: When he was doing the dream, he he completely changed. He was just like, I had these big hands. And like he got stupider than he'd ever been in that episode. And that was the point. Sure. But it like it didn't, you didn't seem buy ir- it? I didn't buy it. And then his roommate was literally a Geico Caveman. Yeah. Like his it, it was I it got
3: a little it too was pretty broad. I feel like it was a little broad. I I liked it, but that was be maybe just because I was like, I've never thought Tim elephant could be funny and mm. i was like eh, this is it's also a funny little detail that instead of it's like the room is dirty and i don't know where the logic is that it's like 20 somethings are always talking about their weird dreams but that did seem to make sense <laughs> that he's like just saying this he has nothing
2: to talk about so he's like isn't this crazy and I, that, that actually, I might be reacting to a personal thing, because today I told someone about a super weird dream I had last night. And you were I offended. A, you were I just I like, hey, like, hey, you could still hear a Listen, order. I'm not in my 20s anymore, <laughs> and I talk about weird dreams,
3: Darren
1: Starr. <laughs> I had aluminum hands in my dream, too. <laughs> hey, come on. I also have hot sauce on uh, my bedside table. I liked his bathroom. I mean, wh- like, did they go to <laughs> Three of Cups
3: to, to film? I know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Three of Cups, First Avenue and Fifth Street in East Village. Looked like the club. It did look like three of yeah. cups. It did kind of look like the club. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But it definitely looked like yeah. His bathroom at home was definitely like. I would have loved to know the neighborhood because at the end she goes shopping on Madison Avenue or or mm-hmm. on the Upper East Side and then walks past Big on the Upper East Side, and I would have loved to know where she hooked up with him and right. where his apartment was so like if it was the East we know Village we or... know
1: where that apartment is nowadays. It's like yeah. Bushwick, Bed Stuy, yeah. yeah, like totally. that. That communal massive loft space where you can have a bathroom that's 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 like that it's true it's
3: like if you saw that when you're 25 you'd be like this is the fucking coolest apartment ever right and then at a certain point you wake up and you're just like yeah i can't i can't right i can't climb upstairs to my bed yeah exactly yeah which i did for for two years i had a loft bed and i was like why would you have your bed on the ground (laughs) i have a desk underneath my bed why like (laughs) And then I remember ho- hooking up with hooking up with the girl, and it was like because it was on those big stilts. Yeah, and w- and I think I hit my head multiple
2: times. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That was just. But something... then you got to go down the next morning and journal about it
0: underneath <laughs> your bed, desk. and that
2: was made it all worth <laughs> it, it, right? It, uh, at the end oh, of the, sit the at day, your desk and... You can sit at the desk. You know, burn a candle. Um, I wanted to talk about two scenes. Mm-hmm. One. I've felt like was very enjoyable when it's all the guys on the basketball court. And it's, oh, a, th- it's a thing gosh. that it's a thing that I think we really need to savor now because this is a bit of a spoiler alert, but I think we know it. Yeah, I don't, don't know. if that tr- I don't know if that trope sticks around for the uh, whole series, but so these straight good. to camera interviews and it was it was great. These the 20 something guys and it's it's I mean, it's where we met
1: our favorite character. Capote Duncan. Yeah.
2: He, we met him in one yeah, of those straight-to-camera things. I, I love that they're at
1: the, the basketball courts on West 4th it's Street, great. by the way. It's yes. so fantastic. It's so iconic of New York. I do need yeah. to insert a personal story. You know how, for those of you who aren't familiar with those basketball courts, they have handball courts there. And it's usually like <laughs> there's a certain type of people that are playing handball at those courts. They're like you know, a little intimidating to the average person. Pretty intense. They're just like really into handball, and, and that's it. My Would dad... My dad was a, a handball, he was like the Michigan State champion. Really? And so my dad's, you know, in his in his 70s now, and he just like walks out there. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Playing handball? And he like picked up their ball. He's like, what the, What size, what regulation size is this? And I thought those guys were gonna just like, I thought they were gonna beat the shit out of them. Oh no, and they what the fuck? just loved it. They just talked about handball really? and showed them their handballs and their techniques. It was fantastic. I, d- I didn't
2: realize handball was something that happened outside of those courts in oh, New York. Yeah. Like I don't know much about handball. Yeah. YMCA man, really? Oh yeah. And the little the cut off finger glove with the mm. pad on the palm, like
3: that's Yeah, so
1: people I know they play they play it in racquetball courts without rackets. You play yeah, it, gotcha. you play it in, in there like YMCA's or things like that. It is I've a never cool. It's a
3: cool sport because it's like I've never played it, but it is like all you need is the. It's great for like a city, but when you're watching it, you're like. How do I even learn how to play that? It is an intimidating-looking sport because yeah. it's just people freaking nailing balls with their bare hand yeah. up yeah. against the wall and very
1: loud. Yeah, and
3: the, did, the people did your that dad play, play
1: with him? No, but he, he was—he had you know his cell phone holster attached to his belt and his blue <laughs> uh, Costco shirt was tucked into his khaki pants. But he had a good conversation with him. What, what regulation size were they using? Everyone's
2: dying to know. I don't, I, we
1: need to look it up. I don't remember. Was, I thought uh, it was...
2: was one of the guys, uh, Jake Lewis, from our episode today? What was Jake Lewis's job? He's
1: a bass player and dog walker.
2: Bass player slash dog walker. Also, Jake Lewis was wearing ski goggles around his neck and a backwards Kang hat and a uh, classic bass player. Classic move. Bla- bass know player They're dog like, walker. If you're making gear. a living
1: in New York, Walking dogs and playing bass, like that's, that's and a and decent you know load. that if
2: you're making a living playing walking dogs and playing bass, we know that you're. Should I wait on it. That's uh. There's a fire going. We know that if you're the, wa- making a living walking dogs <laughs> and playing bass, I'm just gonna start over. We know that when you're walk, making a living doing that, walking dogs and playing bass, you're just making a living walking dogs you're not making any money playing bass even even the flea from red hot chili peppers doesn't get paid a lot of people
3: don't know that no bass players it's That's all true. pro it's all pro bono work wait what except for, get, just kidding. Kidding. Except for well, getty lee getty lee but he he gets paid as a lead singer not as a bass player he gets paid for his high
1: voice yeah um, the, 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 but to get back to those tropes of, of the 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 interviews were with the guys like it, they just make I, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, like, here's an average sample of some 20-something-year-olds, and let's like s- let's support our thought on what 20-something-year-olds believe by interviewing these 20-something-year-olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, man, if I were a 20-something-year-old watching the show, I would be a little bit put off by that. It, they, it's they, a little if they they simplifying. Get, if they get rid of these, it'll be good, because they kind of write p- pretty good,
3: like, Two dimensional but three dimensional characters. It's like, all right, these are pretty normal. You run into these people, but they're not complete parodies of themselves. It's like smarter than that. And then they have these parts where it's like, just like parodies. I'm a fucking like the one guy that is like, what do you like about forty year olds? He's like, they give great head. Yeah, <laughs> and he like shoots for a jump shot. I think they, that
1: was Tim Walker. Who who said that one? Tim Walker. What was Tim Walker's job? Was he? I mean, he's the, the only
2: one I didn't write down. I think he was the finance guy. He, yeah, he was a no, that's Richstein data he, analyst. Oh, Mm-hmm. Now, in those straight to camera things, through all the episodes we've seen, four episodes
1: so far, have they all been men, or have yeah, there been women uh, that are straight to camera? No, because in the beginning, I think the first episode, it was that's how we like met. Oh, Miranda that's how we met Miranda. That's right. But when the men are always doing something physical, they're yeah. always like either lifting weights or playing, <laughs> playing basketball, basketball or yeah. rock climbing or that's you know,
3: true. And I, what did Skipper say? They're
2: too complicated. No, he I think, said he likes him. Oh okay. Yeah. And then he missed his jump shot like yeah. a loser. Yeah. My one of my favorite things though, I think Skipper was supposed to miss his jump shot, but one thing yeah. that I loved was you could tell that none of those actors knew how to play basketball at all. <laughs> and you could tell that they got to the they got to the audition, it was like uh special skills, uh b- b- basketball and none of them knew how to play that. They were all horrible at basketball. Can you dribble? Yeah, oh, yeah, I dribble a lot. I've, I've I yeah, absolutely. Oh, dude, one time other personal story for me. One time I went on an audition because I I grew up skateboarding and it was like one of my first loves. I skated so much in high school and middle school and even college and uh, had a half pipe in my backyard growing up but I was never very good at skating and I went on a commercial audition here and I hadn't skated in forever and my agent was like, uh, you got a skateboard? Do you know how to skateboard? And I was like, oh yeah, definitely. And so I get to the place where the audition is and it's at a skate shop in Brooklyn called KCDC, which is one of the like main skate shops and all these dudes that are, skate there are really freaking good. And they were like, you don't have to be that good. Just go there. You just know how to stand on a skateboard. Well, I get there and the dudes they're auditioning are like pros. And then he's like, Corey, are you ready to go? And it's like the biggest ramp I'd ever skated. And I dropped in on the ramp and I was impressed that I like could drop in. And I was trying to go up and down it and the dude auditioning me knew me and he was like always kind of like, kind of like a jerk a little bit. And I slipped and kicked my board and it flew up the ramp and launched into the sky. And then it came down and almost hit the casting assistant. (laughs) And then the guy just goes... All right, that's probably good. Why don't you go ahead and say your name and agency again? And I was like, Corey Kevin. Oh, thanks. And then I and I broke it. It chipped the nose off my board too. It was terrible. Did you get the role? Oh hell yeah! (laughs) Oh yeah, I got that role. And no, I did not get the role. It was for some like insurance commercial or something like that. Look, we can be a cool insurance company. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. If you break your arm trying to do a McTwist, that's cool, man. You're covered. It's fine, bro. (laughs) Um, but okay. I know I'm kind of leading the charge on these scenes, but the other one I really want to get to because I, I think you, it's
1: the same one I'm thinking of. You you know, know, fantastic scene, fantastic scene, yeah, the cab scene, yeah. I it think was, it did a really, really great job showing the differences between the main four women. Yeah. I think that's really true. And just one scene, it was. If if I were to say, if someone were to say to me, "What are the differences between all these four Sex and the City characters?" and I was trying to show an alien to understand it in a very brief amount of time that scene right there
3: and done in such a clever way that it just starts just those two. And then it just cuts back to another one being
2: just in the, the cab too.
1: I mean, the cab driver there the whole time. The cab the driver got a lot of great, uh, cutaways in and just yeah. looking back.
2: You're like what the heck are they can, talking uh, about? Can we, Hey, uh, Sam one more time can we get you to just look back at the camera just look back like you don't know what's going on let's do one more look let's do one more look okay and then the editing room they're like let's just use the same look for every (laughs) shot no one will know that we're using the same look he just except for the end when I think he laughed yeah because they were talking about it is a little twist twist in it because at first he looks back
3: like what are you guys talking about and then he sort of like he dips his toe in to be like hey Listen, I
2: I can talk, I can talk anal with you ladies. (laughs) But she, Carrie, lights up a cigarette in the cab after he says not to. And she's like, we're talking about, we're talking about anal sex. A cigarette is an order.
1: But it was, what were some of the things they said? Well, it starts with Charlotte, right? So yeah. Yeah. Charlotte, uh, calls Carrie, Carrie's on her way to a date and Charlotte calls her and is like, I need to talk to you. Carrie's saying that you have, you know, whoever this is, you have four minutes. So make it quick. Uh, you don't hear what Charlotte says right away. Uh, and then it's the two of them in the cab. Yeah, because you're kind of like, what What did he say to her? And Charlotte, or Carrie, says, tell me exactly what he says. And it's something like, after dinner, uh, I would like to have anal sex with you. And that's when Carrie calls in the troops. We need to go pick up uh, Miranda. We need to go pick up Samantha. This is a serious topic. We need all their inputs. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I loved it because Miranda comes in very uh, very much like a, a, a lawyer. Yeah, it's She's true. She's very analytical about it. She's looking at the power structure of if Charlotte does have anal sex, what does that mean for their relationship? Who's Which, in control? Two, Who's in what power? What were the two things that Miranda said?
3: Basically that you, you could either, it could make you look it was about respect
1: well he re- yeah. it, it she said she said will he respect you more or will he respect you less yeah you got to uh, play it that way yeah and so it's like it's something that takes a lot of thought you need to really be you know pragmatic about it which is very miranda-ish she's she's an analyzer i yeah, like that an analyzer in this sense she's she's a, probably a 5 on the enneagram anyone Ooh, that's true oh yeah uh i'm not that, a 5 but i would believe that about her and samantha comes in and a hole is a hole. Yeah, A hole is a hole. Let's do it. It's it's wonderful.
3: And then Charlotte has a great line. She's
1: like, "I'm not just a hole." Yeah, which <laughs> is such a great Charlotte line. It is, and yeah. it's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was a great scene. It was it was a funny scene. It was it was it was great. And
2: it then ran- and then they they the cab driver slams on the brakes by accident. And I looked at Kevin when we were watching it, and. Uh, what I, I said something and I was like I was like that's the preview and then like right after that they said they said something to the same effect
3: yeah there was like there was like like that yeah they yeah. were like yeah like that yeah yeah but it it, it was cool because it seemed like at the end of it Charlotte came down with the idea that's like I just have to be honest with him not take everybody else's like she takes all their advice but then when she sits down with him it's basically like I really like you I. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I can handle it. I can do this. And he's like, let's just, let's, what's he say?
1: He's like, let fucking move Yeah, can we just do it the regular way? Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't want to be Mrs. Up the Butt. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, what she which, said. Which, uh, yeah, it was a good, I feel
2: like she handled it right. She was just honest about her feelings. Up the Butt is also, strangely, Timothy Oliphant's original name. It was Timothy Up the Butt. <laughs> and he changed the stage, to <laughs> the stage name to be Oliphant.
1: It sounds like, kind of the same.
2: Yeah. 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 They, so, um,
1: Sag was like, can you do anything about. Up the butt? Up the butt. And he's like, well, it's it's, our, hey, it's a traditional it's, Scandinavian name. It comes from the Scandinavians, uh, along with the, my paying friend, a lot of taxes. I've been an up
2: the butt for <laughs>
1: 17 generations now. My and, father before me was an up the butt, and his father before him. Was an up the butt? Uh, what? Uh, my hands are tied here. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: the um, I had a friend in college, and he was dating a girl for a while, and he basically did the same thing, which I do feel like it's an odd Way to be like, listen, I really care about you. It's it's time we like move forward and have anal sex. But that's basically how he presented it to her. He's like, can can we do this? And they'd been together for like three years. And she's like, I'm sorry, I can't. And he's like, Are you, really? And she's like, yeah. My mom says you have to save something for marriage.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That's, that seems like something a priest would say. you got to save yeah. something for marriage. Save that. There was an interesting conversation because I think you're right. It showed... It showed the four. Uh, it showed the four women's uh, perspectives, but it made me also think about women I know, mm. and I feel like it would be like three to one.
1: There's no way I'm going to do that. Interesting. Ooh.
2: But I hang out with a lot of prudes. No, I'm like,
1: so so Charlotte, well, like if I, you if you had to break down every single character, Charlotte was like the innocent one who. Needed they even say it. They're, they say it in it They're like She wishes
3: that Every I've, They say it in the episode But it's basically like She wishes
2: that Dating was like It used to be mm. Basically There's yeah. I wish She's I just traditional I, She yeah. had sex on 300 count sheets That night Yeah, Which was in the Charlotte way Which come on Only 300 count We're living in a Six Six Seven hundred count Yeah but it's Egyptian thread So I still think you need to go Above five You gotta go seven Egyptian What are we Poppers here Come on
1: um and, and so charlotte's charlotte's the, you know the innocent one who's questioning the act miranda is the analytical one right. who's exploring both sides analytical. of it and, mm-hmm. and samantha is just the heathen like just like do whatever Hold feels whole, good yeah, yeah and what's carrie what was carrie's position I, was carrie just kind of running the table there, or so she, I, th- I, I, like I thought about that for show? a little bit and i think carrie is is the one who's, who's kind of unifying all those positions. She's the, mm-hmm. she's well, the one who's well, wrangling she, them all and bringing them all together. Possibly a nine on the Enneagram, Maybe if you're a, talking about that. Maybe a nine. What, is
3: a nine, what is a five that we said earlier?
2: It, it, this is a person. If, if you know what Myers Briggs is, the, an enneagram would kind of be a way of judging personalities.
3: And so, so you that said is Miranda
1: what, was a. He said he was a Miranda's a five, which is. I a, love a what? that we're
2: getting into an enneagram conversation about sex on the city. five is
1: is the thinker, is the which, someone who's going to who's going to analyze something, thinker. truly understand something. before And you they said
2: nine. Nine, nine. nine is for... the top of the enneagram, and nine is like the peacemaker, and nine nine basically kind of holds a lot of things together. So okay. nine can kind of say like. Nine could hold a lot of personalities together, but also kind of run the table. A little okay, bit. Yeah. you know what
1: we need to do we, is we need to do we need to do answer an enneagram quiz as every as single everyone, one of the, Sex L- and the City whole, characters. That'd be great. We'll do that. That we would sh- be amazing. We should, amazing. Do, that. We should so do
3: that, and we'll post the results. That'd yeah, be amazing. Let's do that. Um, I think that that's sort of her Carrie's job. She's a writer, so her job is to be like Ex- I have to find all these perspectives and get them out there. Yeah, um, and she's also even even throughout the all the episodes she's she's sort of tested things a different way. She had sex with Timothy Oliphant mm-hmm. um in this episode and she was like, oh we're just gonna kiss. And then she sort of won a big. So I feel like in in a good way, she sort of holds court with everybody and is like, yeah, figuring out which is important. Out, which yeah. is,
1: is usually important because if there's someone like that that's analytical like Miranda, I'm sure she could probably go off and be in her own head and isolate herself a lot. You need you need carries in this world. You yeah. need someone who's just going to bring the troops together and and you know, yeah, and circle the wagons. That's so. true. There's
3: also, this could just be a writing thing, but it is interesting that it's like Charlotte. Starts the conversation with her,
1: and then you add in the other two voices that yeah. are going to
3: be sort of like the devil and the angel. That's true.
1: Yeah, um, I don't like that Charlotte gets to pick and sh- like she gets to be very shallow. She, like I think her innocence allows her to have these kind of nasty qualities about her. Like mm-hmm. she she only likes the guy because he has the big three because he's got manners, he's got right. looks, and he's got money. Like, yeah. But but then when it's like when the guy wants something like anal sex, he. Like, she makes up in her mind that that's a the bad thing. Like, she plays the moral high ground against him. Does that make sense? I know what you're saying. I feel like that makes me... What what else are manners for except to... Politely well, <laughs> well, yeah, ask point. for anal
3: sex. Yeah, <laughs> to ask for anal sex.
2: He did ask very politely, so he does have he manners. Did. And then he laid down on it. He was like, we don't have to do that. We yeah. do it the regular way. I, I It does kind of make Charlotte, though... She seems like the least round character to me out of everyone so far. Maybe because her qualities are she's defined by her like holding back and mm. defined by like how upper not upper class but like she's how kind of type A, right? She's just like She's kind of type A and she she wants things very nice and neat and clean. She's more puritanical than anyone in the show. Yeah. And I feel like that so far for me it I don't know, it feels like it's giving her less of a character to grab onto like that other show that other episode where she went china shopping with the guy and was like she decided she couldn't marry yeah. him because they want different china patterns like that yeah. sums her up but I feel like it gives her a little less personality she's yeah. very vanilla by definition mm-hmm. and I think that it's I, I, I would, would say i onto it as much
3: in real life those people that are that type of personality get on my nerves more than more than most personalities mm-hmm. like the that I', don't, I don't, maybe the party pooper or just like I don't know it seems like she seems to be bending more people towards her will, at least in her
2: dating relationships. She's not uh. bending in any dating relationship <laughs> she did not bend in this one
1: oh. not at all
0: oh, oh.
1: oh. Like, she's she's the character that has that has changed the most in my pre Watching this assessment before watching this. I was like, I hate Miranda. What I know about her. She's annoying Mm -hmm. Uh, I like Samantha the most because she's carefree and fun. I don't really care about Carrie and uh, Charlotte and now I'm not a big Charlotte guy. I'm not either. I think I I, and I I like Miranda. I love Miranda.
2: In this episode, like, even with the way that she was kind of giving Skipper like too much crap when he was Mm -hmm. like, I couldn't get the martinis, and then and I love that she just like dumped on his rum and coke. Which rum and coke I do think is a very twenty something person drink, but rum and cokes recently I was like, man, sometimes I just want a freaking rum and coke, just like Coca Cola with sweet alcohol poured into it man what an unsophisticated and great drink can i throw you guys a little personal story from last week sure absolutely but i uh, want to get back on miranda after that but we'll throw, get, throw we'll, it at us we'll,
3: so <laughs> i was at the public theater seeing a play oh wow cultured um called elyria and uh, we went to the the new bar they have at the public theater after called the library and my one friend who was in the play um we were going he got a table and we we're at the bar and i was like, Oh my things are already up at the bar, my, my card. And he's like, Oh, will you just put a, a Cote de Rhone on my, uh, get that for me. And I was like, sure. So my friend Harlan was there and to Harlan, he was closer to the bar. So I was like, Harlan, get me a, um, whatever red wine, whatever the house red wine is in a Cote de Rhone, uh, for my buddy, John. And he's like, okay. And then he comes back and he hands me a red wine. And then he's like, this is for John. I was like, what is this? He's like, it's a uh, Coke and rum. And I was like, no, That's Cote Daron. He's like, what's Cote Daron? And I was like, it's it's another red wine. He's like, why don't you say two good two red wines? And then we tried it. And because I was I don't think I've had a rum and coke ever. It was, no one at the table finished it. You didn't like it? It, it, it was horrific. Yeah. You gotta be in the right mood. But I wonder if there was way more um, way too much rum in there. But and then he also he's like, well, I was wondering why you said coke and rum. It's rum
2: and coke. <laughs>
3: That's, <laughs> That's really true. Funny.
1: Um, back to Miranda back to Miranda thanks for the story I did like that story but I, back to Miranda well, and that
2: story so is funny because <laughs> one of because it's that seems like a 20 something guy move it was what what a wacky little misunderstanding what we a had. wacky and it's funny because whenever I ask for a red wine I call it a Rhone de so <laughs> I could see the confusion and any red wine I don't care if it's a Malbec a Sangiovese I'm like give me a Rhone de Cote Rhone de coat, please that's what I call them that's it's like my fun little thing but Miranda
1: yeah, just I was, just the I I really really like her. Yeah, she's kind of like I don't necessarily like how she's treating Skipper right now. Yeah, like, she's being you know kind I mean, of a jerk s- to him. But, but I like I like her way of thinking. yeah
3: Yeah, she she's been the, I I knew the least about her before. Mm-hmm. I think I'm most physically attracted to Charlotte. So hmm. just whenever I like would see like posters and stuff, I'd always be like, woo. But yeah, she'd be a person I'd go on a few dates with and be like, yeah, this isn't gonna work out. With yeah. Charlotte so
2: far, yeah. and then when? you would say you wouldn't. You would if you and Charlotte dated, you wouldn't get along with Charlotte. You're saying, yeah,
3: yeah. or she probably wouldn't like me after like an hour.
2: She would. She would. <laughs> yeah. She, she would hear the, the
1: creaking of your lofted bed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she would see the hot sauce on your bedside table. She would just
3: be like, "How old is this pizza?" And I was like, it's "Like a week old. It's that's good. It's yeah, <laughs> so good. It's so good." Um.
2: Yeah, I think Miranda's been the big surprise, and Carrie. I really like Carrie. I do too. I, I I like Carrie as well. I like her. but Miranda's just been I feel like Miranda's someone that I would I would think I wouldn't like. And it's because I feel, which is maybe not a good assessment of myself in my real life, But there are times where I'm like, oh, I don't know if I have that much structure and like I'm bad at time management sometimes and stuff. And then I see someone like that, and I'm like, you know, she's she kind of like puts upon herself sometimes a little more, Like
1: she's she seems like she's a little high strung, mm-hmm. but she's such an
2: enjoyable character to watch. Yeah, she's, she's the, super she's funny. She's a friend who
1: like she's a friend of a friend, and you're like mm, not really don't really want to hang out. But then you hang out, you have a really good time. Yeah. And then you reach out to her like three months later with a legal question and she'd probably like take the time to explain it for you. Know you know what it would be? She, like, she'd take the time really to explain
2: great. it and then three emails in, one of you would make a joke and she'd respond with like a really funny gif or something. Yeah. You'd be like,
1: Miranda is great. Yeah, smart, but love, great. Like, since you know, and then and like the, you go out and get a couple of drinks one night together and you're like, dude, Miranda's the freaking best. And, and yeah, then you, you bring her a rum and Coke and she's like, get the fuck she's out like, like, of get, here. I
2: said a Rhone coat, you bastard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Two things that I, two things that I liked, one, well, we have to talk about, I liked the last line of the episode, um, which I thought was very good, but also we have to bring back. Um, what was the last line? The last line. It wasn't Carrie's app so fucking
1: locally. No, no. it wasn't. Oh, so that gosh. was the one
3: thing is that he says. Perfect. Are you sure you want to leave?
1: Is that what he says? Yeah, it was that, it was that one of the, it was when he invited his friend to the dinner. Right. And yeah, the dinner thing, the drink thing. Yeah. Are you sure?
2: And she says, and, and her her at her um, AFL when she said that yeah. it wasn't what? AFL absolutely Oh, her uh, AFL to it's him. It's just easier than saying A. It's just yeah. easier than yeah, saying yeah. A. You're right. Her, yeah. a. her A. No, but her. Are we getting off on that? I guess not. No, no. no, absolutely lutely. Yeah, okay. yeah. When she when she went that way, I don't feel like it was like it. It wasn't like a a middle finger to him. It was more of her being like. I'm gonna politely excuse myself and kind of have the upper hand a little bit. But yeah. she was kind of like, you know what? You have fun, you have your guys' night. This was a little inconvenient, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go do my thing and hang out with these 20-something guys. And I guess, I guess it was kind of her power move, but it didn't seem like she was like mad about it. She no, was just kind of like, you know what, I'm gonna leave. It are was you also sure? her she's bottom and drink
1: left her cab fare on the table. Yep, left
2: her cab fare on the home table. Yeah, walked some 400 <laughs> shoes. She's gonna have such bad bunions by season five. to be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Uh, that do you think is what I know. Season five podiatrist? Is. I don't... Season five's the relationship with a podiatrist. I yeah. can't wait. Can't wait till she has that surgery where they shave the boat off your feet. Oh, God. Oh, God. That's <laughs> what they do for bunion surgery. It's they always shave the, it. it. It's always in the back of the free papers. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that and like varicose sketchy veins varicose and, yeah. veins that like dark blotches and fruit chemical peels on your face and yeah. stuff. Oh, man.
3: I think it was also it was her wink to being like, remember that fun cab ride we had? Yeah. So it was her way of being forceful and flirtatious mm, which right. are the two f's that you need if you're going to if you're going to turn <laughs> someone down and try and get it you got to be forceful you got to be flirtatious yep. and you have to be fun yeah 3
1: f's, f's with
3: Kevin um but then her last line which is cuz she ends the whole time with Mr. Big she he kind of has the upper hand with her of like he doesn't come to the thing and then he's like I'm leaving and then he brings his friend and then she leaves she has the upper hand and this oh, how she could, solves this crossword. Yeah. I solves a crossword and she walks and it's such a great line because she looks back and they have a good flirtatious moment when she looks back and he sees her. And then she says, would have been so much cooler if I wouldn't have looked back yeah. or would have been so cool if I wouldn't have looked back. Yeah. And that is such it's the true. epitome of liking someone. It's like you want to look at them. And you want to like check in if they're there, the and game. you know that the cool thing is to just be like, I don't care. So I, I just loved that line. I yeah, think that was great.
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Let's uh, so let's go around and and rate the episode, mm. and we do one to five. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Did did we do we have like a system for for this? I think we just
3: got it. One, we just got one, it. one to, five to five cosmos.
1: Yeah, one to five cosmos. Yeah. How many cosmos? <laughs> what, they haven't even, have they even gotten into the Cosmos yet? No, they haven't yet. No. <laughs>
3: I want to write down what my other ones were to, to have a base, but... Well, we can, we'll can we we'll go
1: through after oh, we, when we do their Enneagrams and we'll rank them. To right.
3: have a base, if I just were able to call <laughs> Jake Lewis, <laughs> no, I would have a base.
2: He was the base player. Ah,
3: <laughs> uh, uh, yes,
1: yes.
2: The base of every Cosmo.
3: I'm, like, I'm
1: going to give this episode, boom, 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 boom. Uh, out of all the ones we've seen, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Nice. I really liked it a lot. I could have used a little more uh Miranda uh story, but we always could. Um yeah, I liked it. Really enjoyed it. Would you say what was your favorite episode besides that? Probably the pilot, the I think. The pilot. And you would give that five Cosmos? Yeah, that's okay. t- the pilot's five cosmos. Okay. Yeah. Last and then the last week's one was was like a uh, one point five Cosmos. Yeah. It was a rum and coke. <laughs>
2: Corey, do you have a? Uh, yeah, I would. I would give this one a four. Four Cosmos. I, I gotta say, like, I think I was really put off by the uh, Timothy Oliphant uh, cartoon turn, which mm. I call it, where he woke up and was like, "Whoa,
0: bro, my hands are made of
2: aluminum." Like, I thought that, and that <laughs> kind of, yeah, and that that took it out for me. But as we talk about it more, I think a lot of great things happen in this one, and I think it hits something that I've I like about the show, and I've been kind of fascinated about it, is that it's dealing with these single women in their thirties dating older men, dating younger men. Like this one really hit this thing where they're like, we're all professional women that don't, don't need to get married, don't need men, but they're exploring like their power dynamics and relationship dynamics. And even with Carrie, like looking back at the end, exploring, you know, her being like, Oh, I wish I could like win this, but I really like this guy. So I feel mm-hmm. like they were pretty vulnerable. So I
1: would say, I think this was the only For episode Cosmos. without a uh, clear sexual assault in it also.
2: That's actually true. <laughs> That's, there was not, there was, there was no videotaping no, like, people. There was no hanging the dong. There was none of that. Yeah. Good old fashioned tongue rings and good old fashioned tongue rings, yeah. crosswords and uh, man roommates. Yeah. And
1: asking someone if they, if they would sex. like to have anal sex with you. Yeah. yeah. Not, not. A wee, like there. a week before you're planning on doing it, too. That's really getting, yeah, a lot of planning, yeah. laying some groundwork, yeah, yeah. Eat, well, trying to eat, lay some eat, groundwork. Eat well this week,
2: <laughs> have your fiber. Ooh. So, yeah, I would say, I would say, Four Cosmos for me. Nice. Good episode. Um,
3: I would say that this is my favorite, maybe next to the pilot, but I think this is probably maybe my favorite for all those same reasons. One of my favorite parts is it had maybe the first real vulnerable moment with Samantha that I thought was cool. Oh, yeah, when the person says like her wrinkles on her neck and she actually is like thinks about it and is like that was a messed up thing to say and it mm. says she doesn't have sex with the 20 year old again I well, like that We'll see if that's true Yeah m- might not be but um but I really liked that and then I loved that this fits right in with the narrative but it was like its own contained episode I I just I didn't expect uh the continuing storyline cuz I mean you're watching this And there's callbacks to like absolutely and the storylines are following, but it's still isolated episodes. I really liked it. And I thought the scene in the cab was one of the best so far. So I give it 4.5
1: Cosmos. Cosmo Brothers. That's that's a total of 13 Cosmos. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. We would be hammered. Yeah, we would be hammered. Um what we have to do is the la- we have to find the episode that we like the most, and whatever those total cosmos are, we have to consume those. Yeah m- amount of cosmos. That's perfect. So awesome. right
2: now, this would be if this is our top rated episode, we would have to have 13, 13 cosmos at each. the end of the <laughs> season. At each. Yeah. Each. We will die.
1: Well, uh, I think that's a wrap. Yeah, that's
2: a wrap. Uh, else? Listen, great one. Yeah. Great, great episode. Nice work. If anyone's got any thoughts, uh, get in touch with us about it.
3: Let us know what you think of the cab ride and
1: any thoughts you have on Mr. Big or anal sex. Run your own Enneagram test and let us know what you think. We'll definitely do are. that on
3: an episode or on a special thing. We'll definitely do that. I, awesome.
1: I would love to do that.
3: All right, guys, we'll see you for episode five next week.
2: Bradshaw Boys
0: The Bradshaw Boys stars Corey Cavan, John Sieber, and Kevin James Doyle. The show is produced by Jeremy L.
1: Balin. For more information on the guys, check out their website at BradshawBoys.com on social
0: media at TheBradshawBoys. And if you see them in the street, tip your glass. Thanks for listening.